The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Just as we come up out of our few moments of silence, I'd like to um, point us directly to this sense of gathering, this sense of joining together now. Uh, A moment ago, perhaps your eyes were closed. And the attention was focused inward. And uh, now it's focused perhaps somewhat outward. Maybe you feel the body sitting as I'm speaking. But still there's this attention here. But there's also this uh, sense of all of us in the room, right? I mean, it's... If nothing else, our perceptual systems are recognizing this and our emotional bodies are feeling this... uh, being in this together in some way might be quite neutral. So we all came from our homes or whatever our equivalent of a home is. Individual lives, perhaps with families, perhaps alone. And something draws us together, right? Trying to start with the basics, the really obvious stuff that maybe isn't so obvious only because we're, you know, busy and observing other things. So each of us, you know, washed our hands in our own sinks or drank our water or opened and closed our doors and gathered right, by vehicles or legs. Something was drawing you. Some aspiration. It's worth reflecting on that too, isn't it? Why are we here? And uh, I don't know. You know what? I I really want to just, if I can, point to the subtlety and complexity of your own mind. You know what I mean? You're perceiving right now, responding and checking me out as a human being and what I'm saying out. But also this urge to come here, not because of me, but for whatever in your heart, in your life, draws you here. Can you touch all the conditioning of the mind, of the heart that brings you here? Can you feel that, that that's what's blossoming right now? See what I'm saying? 
how subtle, how beautiful, how complex this is that we're gathering at the tip of each of our astonishing lives, minds, all this conditioning. And each moment now as I speak, each moment of consciousness, of your experiencing this, is completely conditioned by all those prior moments of this astonishing intellect, this astonishing perceptual system, this emotional, nuanced, and fleshy being. And here we are. And when I point to the intelligence, when I point to the perception, to the consciousness, in some way I'm pointing to your individuality, you know? Each of you comes here with that conditioning that is unequal even to your closest brother or sister, even if you were a twin. And when I point to the gathering, in some sense, here and now, I'm pointing to this place that we live as human beings where we gather because of some urge within us. In this case, perhaps it has to do with Dhamma, or perhaps it has to do with some uh, uh, sense of potential of the mind, of the heart, the brightness of awareness, or perhaps some emotional turmoil that says, ah, maybe there's a, you know, a word or two that might diminish the suffering. Maybe, you know. But also, whether or not we're talking about gathering here in a Dharma hall, you know, with this perhaps some general sense of meditation or Buddhism or something like that, Throughout our lives, we're urging towards each other and away from each other through our families, our marriages, our partners, our business associates. Because that's how we live. We can't live alone. All the animals that are much stronger would eat us and the environment would destroy us because it gets cold and it gets hot and we don't have water. You know, we live together. This is how we live. But we don't just live together 
for the water and the food and the survival and the tools and the automobiles and the heat and the electric. That's not the only reason, right? We live together because the heart longs for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? The heart longs just as much as it fears this interpersonal contact. And it's been so. It's built into the structure of your brain. This is not some, you know, strange, radical fact. This is just basic physiology. We are relational beings. You understand? We are relational beings. There's just no way around it. And yet, what is this individual me, each of you? Think about it a minute. What what is sitting there individually? And yet there's this gathering. There's these relationships. Isn't life complex enough without other people? What are you doing? So I invite us now into this time of retreat, even though it's only a day. I invite us into that kind of place of where, where we actually live in this individuality of just consciousness in flux and all of the movements of perception and the processing of the world by this apparently sequestered separate organism, that place and this place where the intrinsic relationality, the deep abiding quality of urging for being with others and having to be with others to survive both, and the complexity of it is also present with us, that place where it's both. Right? And because we're here in this context of Dhamma, teachings of the Buddha, right? And we're in a context of a meditation retreat. I invite us into an acknowledgement of this individual nature of the human being and the relational nature and simply to open our minds and hearts to the individual and relational meditation practice that fully reflects that. Nothing more, but nothing less. Nothing more, but nothing less. Okay. 